0: Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance Channel. It's August 1st and time to take a look at which high yield dividend stocks present the best long term opportunity today. Each month I update my top 10 high yield dividend stock watchlist and I track how well this stock selection strategy is performing. The goal for this watchlist is to find investing ideas that present an attractive combination of quality and value today and ones that will ideally offer above average long term returns. The top 10 stocks selected for July performed very well last month as did the entire stock market. SPY, the S&P 500 ETF, finished July with a gain of 9.21%, which was definitely against the trend this year. My top 10 stocks performed even better, finishing the month up 10.88%. It's nice to see the market rebound a little after falling nearly 20% since all-time highs. But in the grand scheme of things, my investing philosophy remains unchanged. Whether the market moves up or down, I'm always looking for high-quality companies with great histories of dividend growth that are attractively valued today and stocks that have the potential to offer better than average long-term returns. This watchlist and process isn't perfect, but it works well for me, and I like to share it with the world, so that you can see what I do and perhaps improve your investing process as a result. Let me first tell you exactly how this watchlist is created. Then I'll show you the top 10 stocks for August and finish up by reviewing the long-term results and the buy and hold investing strategy. Okay, so each month I use a screener I built with my Schwab brokerage account to identify a shortlist of high-yield dividend stocks. I personally consider a dividend yield of 2.75% to be high enough to make this short list. I know that may not be a desirable yield by many dividend investors, but I think this lower threshold allows me to see some great potential opportunities when lower yielding stocks trend higher on occasion. The other conditions I screen for are a market cap of at least $10 as I like investing in larger companies, a payout ratio below 100%, a wide or narrow economic moat rating by Morningstar as well as a standard or exemplary management rating by them as well, an S&P capital earnings and dividend ranking of B or better and a positive 3 and 5 year dividend growth rate, earnings per share growth rate, and revenue growth rate These initial filters typically produce a shortlist of 30 to 40 dividend stocks each month The next step is to find the 10 best stocks from the shortlist and this process is as follows I first apply a scoring system to measure business quality relative to all of the stocks presented on the watchlist For example, companies with a wide mode score better than companies with a narrow mode or those with exemplary management teams are ranked better than those with standard management teams The same process is applied to dividend growth, earnings growth, revenue growth and the payout ratio as well as the return on invested capital. I then sort all of the stocks from highest to lowest and assign them a rank from the highest quality to lowest quality. For example, Tiro Price Group scored a perfect 10 out of 10 this month and was assigned a quality rank of 1 for being the highest. Morgan Stanley scored 7 out of 10 and was assigned a rank of 3 as Tiro and BlackRock had better quality scores this month. The next measure I test is valuation. I compute the potential undervaluation for each stock using dividend yield theory and sort the stocks based on the most undervalued to least undervalued. Again I assign a rank to each company with the most undervalued assigned a rank of 1 and the least undervalued rank of 36 since there were 36 stocks on the short list this month. Then I add the quality rank and the valuation rank together and sort the stocks from lowest to highest. This shows me the stocks in order of the best combination of quality and valuation. The final step is to compute the forecasted long-term rate of return for each stock. To do this, I add the dividend yield to a discounted 5-year earnings forecast and a potential return to fair value based on dividend yield theory. And I select the top 10 stocks that have a return forecast of at least 12%. And that is how this list is put together each month. You should keep in mind that no qualitative data is considered in this process. And this list is meant to be a short list of stocks for further review. Instead of randomly selecting one of the 36 stocks my initial screener points out, I can work my way down this list and focus on the potentially more attractive investments right now. Ok so let's take a look at the selections for August and after I'll begin to past results. The top 10 stocks for August offer an average dividend yield of 3.91% which is much nicer than my minimum threshold of 2.75%. Based on dividend yield theory they look to be about 35% undervalued and have grown their dividends at a rate of 21.2% during the past 5 years, a pretty strong dividend growth rate for high yielding dividend stocks. My return forecasts range from 12.75% to 41.75%, with the average forecast being just shy of 21%. Please keep in mind these are just estimated return forecasts over a 5-year period of time, and it's unlikely they will precisely predict actual future returns. Let's take a closer look at each of the 10 chosen stocks for this month. First up, we have Tiro Price Group, that is ranked first on this list since May of this year. The stock had a pretty strong return in July, picking up 8.68%. However, it was below the watchlist's return, so it wasn't amongst the best picks for last month. It's also still down 18.45% since first popping up on this watchlist in February of 2022. But that's perfectly fine, as this watchlist aims to find companies that have been beat up more by the market than their peers, and as a result, present interesting long-term opportunities. Right now, Tiro offers a dividend yield of 3.97%, which is a little lower than last month when the yield trended north of 4%. It still looks about 38% undervalued as compared to its trailing dividend yield of 2.46%. The payout ratio is nice and low around 36%. The 5-year dividend growth rate of 14.87% is more than adequate for the dividend yield it currently offers. My return forecast for Row is 22.57% per year over the next 5 years. About half of this forecast is based on estimated growth and the other half comes from a return to fair value as well as the future dividend stream. Again, keep in mind this is just a forecast, and many things need to align over the next 5 years for it to pan out. In second place this month we have Morgan Stanley, that has been a Walrus regular now for 9 months running. The stock returned 11.87% last month, outpacing Tiro. It offers a slightly lower dividend yield of 3.74% right now, but still looks about 40% undervalued as compared to its trailing dividend yield of 2.24%. The payout ratio is excellent at around 29%. Long-term dividend growth has been great with a 5-year growth rate of 24.57%. My return forecast for Morgan Stanley is a more modest 14.66%. With the bulk of this return coming from the potential undervaluation, earnings are not estimated to grow quickly with the 5-year forecast being only 1.59%. In third place we have Best Buy that has been on the watches for 8 consecutive months now. Best Buy was the best watches stock in July with a gain of 18.1% last month. Even with this huge gain the stock is still down 22.56% since first appearing on the watch in January of this year. But like I mentioned earlier, I'm not concerned with how much the stock has fallen this year, instead I'm interested in where it's going. Best Buy pays a solid 4.51% dividend yield right now and looks to be about 48% undervalued. It has a great payout ratio of 33% and a 19.89 5-year dividend growth rate making the company a rare high-yield high-growth dividend stock. My return forecast for Best Buy is a strong 21.85%, with a little more than half of the return coming from the potential undervaluation. In 4th place we have Advanced Auto Parts, appearing on the watches for the 6th consecutive month. The stock posted a strong 11.86% gain in July, making it one of the better July selections. The stock is down 3.76% since joining the watches in March of this year, which isn't too bad considering how the year has played out in the market. The company offers a good 3.14% dividend yield, and based on dividend yield theory is about 83% undervalued. Now this undervaluation is wrong because Advanced Auto Parts has aggressively grown its dividend during the past few years and as a result its trailing dividend yield hasn't caught up yet. I would say using dividend yield theory to value this company is not a good idea. However I've left the stock on my watch list as it ranks very well quality wise and I think it presents a decent value today. The payout ratio is about 38% which leaves plenty of room for future dividend growth. I doubt the 68.4% 5-year dividend growth rate will remain this high in a year or two, but I think we can see a few more really good increases from the company in the coming years. My return forecast for advanced auto parts is 41.75%, but it's grossly overstated as 30% of it is coming straight from the undervaluation. However, if you back out the undervaluation factor, the company would still have an 11% forecasted return, and I think it is a little undervalued right now, so to me it meets the 12% target I look for. In 5th place this month we have BlackRock that has been on the watches for 4 consecutive months now As you can see there isn't really a lot of turnover on the watchlist which can be rather boring But that's exactly how dividend investing works It's boring and requires patience to achieve results that will come a long way down the road BlackRock posted a nice gain of 9.87% in July and is now up 7.9% since joining the watches in May of this year The company offers a dividend yield of 2.96% making it the lowest yielding stock on this month's watch list. Dividend yield theory tells us shares are about 22% undervalued right now. The payout ratio is nice and low right around 35%. The company has a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 12.52%. It also has the lowest return forecast on this month's watch list of 12.75%, just barely higher than my 12% target. A quarter of this forecast is the dividend yield, with the remainder split about evenly between the undervaluation and forecasted earnings growth. Companies like BlackRock are an example of why I set my minimum dividend yield at 2.75% for this watch list. The stock normally trends below this level and I think it deserves a closer look at its current dividend yield. Now if my minimum threshold was 3% or anything higher than that I wouldn't even notice BlackRock. Also last month Home Depot and Texas Instruments popped onto this watchlist and this month they are both gone as both dividend yields are now back below 2.75%. I think high yield dividend investors could find some room in their portfolios for stocks trading around a dividend yield of 2.75 to 3% from quality companies that rarely present such an opportunity. In 6th place we have Blackstone with the highest dividend yield this month of 5.69%. Based on its trailing dividend yield of 4.9%, it looks about 14% undervalued. Blackstone has been on the watches since April of this year, before it even moved into undervalued territory. The returns have swung wildly during the past 4 months. In April the stock fell 19%, then bounced back up 16% in May and fell by 22% in June. In July we saw a nice rebound of 13.27% but the cumulative return since April is still a negative 17.54% Blackstone has a slightly higher payout ratio than the prior 5 stocks of about 59% that's still a respectable level for a high yielding company Dividend growth has been strong over the last 5 years averaging 16.55% My return forecast is 20.11% with more than half of the return coming from the potential earnings growth In 7th place we have Darden Restaurants that was on the watch list last month and made a few appearances in 2021 the stock had a strong July, gaining 11.19%, but is still down 11.75% since first joining the watches in August of 2021. Darden offers a good 3.82% dividend yield and looks to be about 35% undervalued. It has a good payout ratio of about 59%, and a strong 5 year dividend growth rate of 15.65%. My return forecast is 18.72% for the stock over the next 5 years, with the bulk of the return attributed to the undervaluation. In 8th place we have Intel, that posted the worst return from the July watchlist, losing 2.94% during the month, following a poor earnings and guidance report. Intel is one of the original watchlist stocks from November of 2020, when I first started tracking this process. It hasn't performed well during this period of time, losing nearly 14%. However, it's only appeared in the top 10 list 3 times in the past, posting an average gain of 2.71% during the chosen months. Clearly July brought this trend lower, but the stock is on the list this month once more. It offers a good dividend yield of 3.68% and looks about 32% undervalued right now. It has a very low payout ratio of about 23% and a rather poor 5-year dividend growth rate of 5.97%, at least compared to the other watchlist stocks. My return forecast for Intel is a modest 13.14%, with more than half of the return being the current undervaluation. In 9th place this month we have Restaurant Brands that was not part of the July watchlist but has appeared on the list 9 times since September of 2021. The stock offers a good dividend yield of 4.07% right now and looks about 27% undervalued. It has a higher than average payout ratio for this watchlist of about 79% and a very strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 27.88%. My return forecast is 18.46% with about half of the return coming from the forecasted earnings growth over the next 5 years. And the final stock this month is Digital Realty Trust that was also not part of the July top 10 list. The stock first appeared on the watches in March of this year and set out only during the past month. Since March the stock is up 0.05% so pretty much flat which is definitely better than the broad market. The company pays a 3.56% dividend yield and looks about 9% undervalued right now. It has a very high payout ratio of 97% but given that it's a real estate investment trust this is very much a normal range for the sector. The 5 year dividend growth rate hasn't been that great at just 5.68% but it is moving in the right direction. My return forecast is a nice 23.67% with the bulk of the return coming from future earnings growth. There you have it, the top 10 high yield dividend stocks for August. I personally have a position in all 10 of these companies, but I am not adding more capital to all of them right now. Where I add capital depends on my current exposure and my other valuation measure, the price to free cash flow ratio. Let's talk about the watch's performance quickly and then I'll dive into the buy and hold strategy. As I mentioned already, the return for July was very good at 10.88%. With that, the year-to-date return for 2022 moves up to minus 4.43%. The cumulative return since November of 2020 is now 40.55%, giving us an annualized return of 21.47%. VYM, the Vanguard High Yield Dividend ETF, returned only 4.6% in July, but remains ahead of my watch list this year with a loss of only 3.74%. Since inception, VYM is still 0.24% better than my watch list, but July clearly trimmed much of this gap. SPY, the S&P 500 ETF, posted a nice 9.21% gain last month, but is still down 12.61% this year. My Watches is beating SPY by 5.61% on an annualized basis, which is a pretty wide margin. The goal for me is not to beat VYM or SPY, although it's nice to see the Watches can perform well against these benchmarks. My goal is to have a long-term rate of return of 12% per year. Thus far the Watches is doing better than that. The other goal is to have a good starting dividend yield and a growing stream of passive income. While I don't measure this trend for the watch my personal portfolios are all achieving this goal. I think the best way to invest in individual dividend stocks or even ETFs is by following a buy and hold strategy. If you don't know, this strategy is quite simple. You continuously invest money into specific stocks or funds and hold these positions forever. The buy and hold strategy can also be called the dollar cost averaging strategy. This is what I personally practice, and for me the biggest burden is figuring out where I will add the next money going to my portfolio. What I have done is I started tracking how a buy and hold portfolio using this list would be working out compared to VYM and SPY. I started tracking one at the beginning of 2021 and another at the beginning of 2022. The 2021 portfolio had a return of 5.85% in July. Not quite as nice as SPY, but better than VYM. Over the past 19 months, this portfolio has an annualized rate of return of 16.22% compared to 13.08 for VYM and 7.74 for SPY. These are time-weighted rates of return, which are ideal for comparing to a benchmark. If you duplicated the strategy with actual money, the cash-weighted rate of return would likely differ. But the time-weighted rate of return proves to me whether the stock selection process is working well compared to VYM or SPY. And it is. This portfolio includes 44 unique stocks now, with Home Depot and Texas Instruments being the two new additions last month. Not all of the stocks perform well, and sometimes it takes a few months to see the benefit of some selections. Dividend investing is definitely a long-term strategy that requires patience and a lot of waiting for things to revert back to the mean. The 2022 buy and hold portfolio works on the same principle, but has a much shorter track record. This portfolio gained 8.82% in July, as it benefited more from the strong selections last month. Year-to-date the portfolio is down 4.88%, compared to a loss of 3.74% for VIM and a loss of 12.61% for SPY. So the strategy is trailing VYM after 7 months, but I'm going to give it more time before I pass judgment. I think in the long run it will generate alpha as some of the heavier positions like Best Buy, Morgan Stanley, and Tiro Price Group revert back to their long-term trailing averages and offer above-average returns. That's it for today. If you enjoyed the video, please give it a like and subscribe to the channel for more dividend content. Thank you for watching and see you next time.